Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with Mariah, and we are back to go into her human design chart. If you didn't listen to Tuesday's episode, she was on Tuesday, and we went into everything that she brings with self-love. There were some funny questions in there. There's a lot of fun to answer, so make sure that you guys go back and listen to that if you didn't. So thank you again for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I love human design. And I can't wait to hear your flavor because I know it's just enough to be able to breathe as a projector. Okay, let's start there. So what do you know? Because you are a splenic projector 2-4, single definition. So what do you know about that? I know I need a lot of rest. I know I work best when I'm well rested. I can only take so much of humans. And then I'm done. So often when I have really busy days, the next day has to be really quiet. I know I can't do back to meetings. It just doesn't serve me. I need to have at least a few minutes to go out and put my feet on the earth. I do know I need to wait for the invitation. Uh, Maybe not need to wait for the invitation, but it never feels right unless I have a very explicit invitation. Even joining silly things like I, I go to CrossFit and I really wanted to join Barbell Club and I literally couldn't join until my coach was like, hey, you should come to Barbell Club. Projector in me. I've been waiting for the invitation. Everything just feels way more seamless if I have an invitation. What else? I need to be horizontal for like two hours before I fall asleep to dispel energy. And I know I need a lot of exercise to help dispel energy. So that's where I do a lot of CrossFit, a lot of walking, a lot of jujitsu, because without it, I'm I'm backwards. Do you happen to know, well, you're in a household with children, your husband. So do you happen to know what they their types are? Yeah. So my husband is also a projector. He's His projectorness is very different from mine, though. My girls are both generators. With so much of that energy in the house, that's actually why you need alone time to kind of lay down and kind of release everything. And maybe why you need so much activity is because you have the generator children plus I don't know how your husband and your chart kind of match up, but when they match up, you're a different energy. So if you were alone in your energy by yourself, you would not need lots of exercise. That makes so much sense. Oh my God. Yeah, that's 100% right. I need so much more exercise these days than I ever used to. Yeah, that makes so much sense. It's because you're kind of getting rid of all of that excess amplified energy that you're taking in from everybody else because you're very open. You only have two centers defined. Mariah has the spleen defined and the will center, the heart, ego center. And those are the only two. You have the 44 to the 26, which is the energy of the willpower 
And this energy gives you the energy to work on your business in a consistent way, even if it should not be consistent. The willpower sometimes can push and push and push. And if you're not following strategy, you could overextend yourself. So it is important to wait for the invitation. Then what you say yes to within that invitation that feels good, you'll have the energy for the willpower. But there will be things that if you don't wait for the invitation and you say yes to them, you can still push through it because you have the willpower. But that can really burn you out and it could get you really sick. It has to be with the invitation that you'll always have that energy. 100%. Yep. And I often find I have a copywriter I work with. Some weeks I need to just meet with her because she's like a battery. She's a generator. I just need to have contact with her. And I can pull energy from her and that'll get me through the week. (laughs) Sometimes otherwise, I just don't have the... um, That is your energy. And it is the self-love to live now. It's so funny. And and I I think part of that self-love is not feeling guilty that I just don't have this battery all the time. I just can't work eight hours a day, five days a week. I just can't. It's just... And it took me a long time not to feel guilty about that and to love me for... Me and all my projectorness and my wavy energy, because it is, it's very wavy and up and down and not consistent. And how do you feel about pressures? Because you do have a totally open head and you have an undefined root. These are the two pressure centers. How do you feel you handle pressure? I think I handle it well. Everyone around me is like, oh my God, she's flipping out and going to (laughs) die. But for me, I'm like, no, I just have to, it's like I grip my teeth and just bear it and do it and it's fine. Sometimes I feel like I, the ride, but it's definitely not my favorite place to be all the time. Let's just say that. And I so don't know if that's hurt or not, but. Well, following your strategy will always help you with that. I'm asking because the root center is adrenaline. It's adrenaline pressure. So when it's open, you're taking that and amplifying other people's root mm-hmm. energy. You can put yourself under a lot of pressure to get like all the things done. And your list is like 200 things and you can't go and live life until you have all those things done and you have so many ideas in your head and you have to write them all down and you're going to forget them. And so that's the type of pressure that I was kind of referring to. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. So it's interesting because I can, I am to the point where I can kind of tell if it's mine or not. Sometimes I don't pick up on it fast enough and I'll like live in this space of chaos and anxiety for half a day and I'll turn around and be like, wait a second is this mine or not? And kind of have to sit with it and feel, is it mine or is it not? Is this somebody else's that I'm picking on? And sometimes it's sneakier. Like my husband's, I don't notice as much because I'm with him all the time. But other people, I can pick up on it faster than it's mine um, in that sense. So in that sense, I'm pretty good unless it's my husband and then I it'll take me a little bit longer. And that's wildly frustrating. I love that you can recognize when other people's energies because it means you're you're in tune with yourself since you're with your husband all the time sometimes because you have an undefined g sometimes you can think that you're being your authentic self but you're really not you're being (laughs) what he's being but it's unintentional so that's probably why you don't recognize that energy as much because you're with him all the time so you're kind of thinking well maybe this is my energy or maybe it's not and i've been with him for so long i've been with him since i was a teenager so it's it's really hard to pull those apart so it's funny because in your undefined G center, which is the center for love direction and identity, you have the 10, 
defined only. It's the only one defined, and it's in the consciousness, which is your teacher, or what's different. And 10 is the gate of self-love. God, that's, that's wild. I love that. So it's, it's interesting because of what you shared previously with being a mom and not wanting kids, but yet it's really what, or wanting kids. And then when you had kids, it was like, oh my gosh, did I want kids? But it was really that invitation for you to learn to love yourself and prioritize yourself. And it's the only gate activation within your undefined G center. I never thought of it that way. I love that. There's always little fine tuning that you kind of, once you go into the chart again and pick it a little bit closer, you realize that there's a reason for everything, even if we were in a lower expression and didn't quite understand it. Now we get it. I wanted to ask too, there's a couple of things that, that like popped up. The gate 44 is in your Pluto. Gate 44, uh, you have that entire channel. So the 4426. But the 44 you do have twice. And it is really the fear of the past repeating itself. Oh, God. Just, just open me up and just spill me out on the table and on to. Damn it. That is my thing. Yes. Well, Pluto oh, represents where you grow and evolve. Yeah. Pluto is my goddess. So I'm massively spiritual. I literally have a picture of the goddess Pluto above my desk. I work with her a lot through crystals, through all the things. So, and a lot of the work I do is plutonium because you have to get to know yourself, the nooks, the crannies, the darkness, all that Pluto is, right? What's really cool is Pluto, yes, god of hell, until you get through hell, it, then it turns feminine and it's unconditional love. So there's like this beautiful pathway there. But I don't want to make the same mistakes twice. Or not mistakes. Definitely not mistakes, but patterns. I'm all about, oh, this is a pattern. Like, let's dive in. You know, I love nothing more than recognizing a pattern in my life and be like, oh, what am I going to learn today? Because we're not doing this again. <laughs> but there's also this fear around, I thought I handled this and it's showing up again. Why? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all I'm awful about. Maybe I wouldn't recognize it as fear. That is accurate. Um, I, I don't think it's fear anymore. I think I look at it a little differently because I know I'm in a co-creator in my life. And so I don't have to be afraid of repeating these things because, well, if I repeat them, then some part of me wanted that. <laughs> and I love that you said not afraid because most of us, there's things that we think are wrong with us or we think that we can't get rid of. So that may be something that you felt like you couldn't get rid of. And you're afraid of it showing up again. But when you look at it in your chart and you see it's in Pluto and it's in the conscious and the unconscious, you know that is part of your generational process. It's always going to show up. It's learning about loving it and saying, oh, I see you. I see this opportunity that I'm actually feeling fearful that this is going to show up. Okay, so how can I look at this with more love and have love and compassion? So it's never about being afraid. It's about opening and loving it. Anything you want to say? Because I see you looking up. I don't That's like what I do when I'm looking for information, using my intuition, if you will. No, and it's leaning into that fear. When you lean into the fear, it no longer is fear because you can explore it for the truth that it is. I think fear is like a mask, you know? It's kind of like anger. It's not the truth. There's always something more delicious underneath it to explore. Yeah, fears, honestly, I feel like once a person can look at fear with love and look at fear with love, this is something for me to grow. Let's go. Let's go. I always get excited because there's something here. We can shift this and how magnificent is my life going to be on the other side? 
I've gone through all the shit and the dark night of the soul. And so for me, it's easy because I can look back and be like, oh my God, that was awful. And now here I am and look how magnificent my life is that I, that I shifted this fear that I did this. For people who haven't recognized that yet, I can see why it can be so scary. So I don't want to diminish that, but I've been through like the depths of hell to get here today, you know? So that fear, it's like, oh, let's do it. Like, let's dive in. I know it's going to be hard and challenging, but the other side looks so good. I love that you mentioned being compassionate towards others. Of course, wherever you're at in the journey, always have love and compassion wherever you're at. You know, even if you're just starting, even if you haven't started and it's just thinking, oh, maybe one day you're on your path, love you where you're at, wherever you're at. And then also once you get to that space, when you're able to use that fear or use that awareness to actually move forward, to not let it hold you back, you have the gate 38 in your chart. You have it in the unconscious Saturn. Saturn is more so your lessons, but it's unconscious. And then you also have it in the unconscious and the conscious Neptune. 38 is the fighter energy. You have that three times. So in your lesson in life, in the unconscious, in Saturn, it's this fighter energy, which is like fighting for everything. Am I going to fight everyone? Am I going to lash out at everyone? Is it me against the world? All that stuff. And then it's coming back into the higher expression is fighting for the things that you truly love and believe in, that you just don't give up. You fight for it. You just know it. So you have that energy a lot in the unconscious, but you also have it in the conscious, in Neptune. How does that energy resonate with you? Oh my God, so resonant. And it's funny because I would never call myself a fighter when I was younger. I'm like the kindest. I care about people. I'm, I make myself really small. And so I can, but everybody was terrified of me. Like I was like the scariest motherfucker around. And I'm like, I just, I'm like five, two, hundred pounds. I'm really not that scary. Oh, but people can feel it. Like they feel it, right? Now I lean into it. Now I love myself. I love that I'm edgy. I'm a fighter. Yeah, I'm going to be quiet until I'm not quiet. And then you're going to hear me roar. And I'm going to stand up for people. And I'm not going to let you push me around. But that comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of, no, you're not being safe. Or you're stepping on somebody else's toes. Or this isn't okay. In Chiron, which is always this underlying energy, although there is a heightened aspect. This is the wounded healer. So in your Chiron, you have the energy of provocation, which is provoking things. So of course you're going to have that energy. Yeah, it's totally me. And I've only recently allowed myself to lean into that energy. I would say in like the last probably six months, I've finally loved myself enough and healed enough and come into my own. Because this is a journey and it's... uh... I've worked really hard to get here, but now I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things, you know, I'm going to wear the crop top. I'm going to wear the, the trashy t-shirt with the kind of provoking, you know, scandalous saying like, we're going to listen to the kind of music I want to listen to you. Even little things like that. You know what I mean? And, and I, I love it now. I feel like people are seeing me for the first time and they're like, oh yeah, I like Mariah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's because well, that's who I am. It's just me. And I'm done. I think it's what's really fun in whatever way that looks like, you know, and I'm sure there'll be more to come. I'm just tapping in 
just now feeling safe enough to tap into them. Mm-hmm. I have a question about your gate 52 and stillness. Gate 52, you have in the conscious and the unconscious. You have it in Jupiter, in the conscious, and then you have it in Chiron, in the unconscious. So the Chiron I just mentioned was the wounded healer. It's this underlying. So the wounded healer for you is provocation and putting yourself out there as well as stillness and having the ability to sit still while you work on things. And then you also have it in Jupiter. So this is the Jupiter's the gift, the stillness. You do not have the other part of this channel, which is the nine. So the nine, when the two come together, what it does is it brings the energy from one center to the next center and and it flows. But when there is not another like connects it, sometimes it's just hanging out there with no help. The nine is focused. So the nine with the stillness and the focus, you end up being still and you have that focus and they support one another. Mm. So I'm wondering, how does stillness resonate with you? Is it difficult for you? Have you found a way to really tune into it? Because it is your Jupiter. So it's one of your gifts. Only recently I've been able to tap into that stillness. Because before when I needed stillness, I'd have to be doing something like reading or something else. I wasn't meditating. I couldn't do it. I didn't last for it. But now as I'm creating and I'm finding that the stillness is like more swirling and it doesn't feel so stuck. I found a way to take the stillness and allow it to be messy and be swirly and be quiet and um, pull the pieces together. In the stillness, I find is when I can pluck this and that and that and then look at the things and then in the stillness I can find the patterns and the connections that hasn't been easy <laughs> so that makes sense if only half my channel of stillness is open and it also I find that I get my best intuitive hits when I'm in the stillness but it t- almost takes me a ritualistic approach to get there I have to have the notebook or I have to be sitting it's almost like I have to collect the stillness if that makes sense I love that. Thank you for sharing because for any of you out there that has the nine, the 52 and you don't have the nine, I could actually understand and feel that because I have the whole channel, the 952. So for me, it's very hard to understand having that stillness, but not having the focus because I have that. I love how you said the swirling stillness because it, I can feel that. It feels like I can totally understand that. I'm sure for those that are listening, they can understand that too. Thank you for that. And cheap to get there. For me, at least it's a little snip. I know that sounds crazy, but when I need stillness, it's almost like a little sweet treat or something munchy allows me enough focus to then collect. That was just another cheat code that I used to use. I don't need it so much now because I've got other tools, but that used to be really helpful too. Awesome. Thank you. Before we end up closing, I would love to give you the opportunity to ask if you have a question at all about your chart. I always love to give that space if there's a question. I don't understand human design charts at all, but what's really driving my attention is this green triangle at the top. What is that magic? Hmm. I love that you are drawn to that. It's the Ajna. 
And the reason I love that you ask that is because it houses your gate 47, which is your conscious sun. Your conscious sun is the energy that you're here to be. That's the energy you're here to bring the world. When you're grounded in your essence and who you are, our purpose in life is not what we do. It's who we're here to be. And that's this space is what houses that conscious sun for you. Plus, you also have the 47 in your unconscious moon. Your moon is what unconsciously motivates you. So it's interesting because you have it in the unconscious mood and the conscious sun. And it's both in the two line, which is the harmony way kind of introspective kind of energy. The 47 is truly about your mindset. That's part of your energy, what you're here to bring. And as a little side kind of tip for you, the mercury is in the 48, which is depth, which is what you talked about in the previous podcast. So mercury represents your communication, what you're here to talk about. So you truly are here to talk about the depth, the well. You said well in the last podcast. And I was like, make these notes. If you think of all those little tidbits, the Ajna, the 47, the mindset in the conscious sun and the moon, your Chiron, as far as in provocation, your Mercury in 48 and talking about depth and authenticity. That's everything that you bring. That's what you do. That's what you care about. That's what you want to help support people in. Yeah. So wild. I love it. Oh my God. So cool. Awesome. It's like well, the all of me just sitting right there. It's wild. <laughs> That's the part that I truly appreciate for what I do. I feel like when I'm able to see a person's chart, I actually get to see the real person. Mm-hmm. I don't see the conditioning. I can feel the patterns because I've, I've been doing that work, right? But I get to see the real person. You know, and it's such a privilege to be able to do that and to have the opportunity to be so intimate with people that I've never met. I love that. I wanted to say thank you for being vulnerable, letting me see your chart, going deep into it. I hope there was something that you took away from this. And thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.